Ian, thanks so much. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. It is the Pat Miller Program on this Wednesday. Don't forget, tonight, Honor Flight 44 comes back, and it lands back here from their long-day sojourn in Washington, D.C. 83 veterans and their 83 uh, guardians, their compadres, if you would, uh, they will be coming in, not to the uh, not to the Coliseum this time. They're coming back to Fort Wayne International Airport. And somebody actually asked me the other day, Ian, you're not going to believe this. They said, how did you guys land that plane out at the Coliseum? I said, practice. Takes a lot of practice. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just I can't take it sometimes. No, but we're but we're landing at the airport, so make sure you're there. Get there please between eight and eight fifteen. Park in the long term care parking lot. They will stamp your ticket. You won't pay a dime to park there. Within about thirty minutes, the flight will be back, and you can greet these great heroes uh, as they come back for their honor flight. Men and women this time. Uh, my understanding was a little earlier when they laid a wreath at the Tomb of the Unknown, we had four women wreath layers, which is pretty, pretty cool. Let's go to the Newsmaker Line. Standing by from Indiana's District 81, Martin Carbaugh, uh, D- District Representative Carbaugh, good afternoon to you, sir. Hey, Pat, it's just Martin. You don't have to be too formal. No, I, no, I do, because I never know who's after me. So I just... <laughs> <laughs> um, you're doing well? I'm doing very well. How are you? Um, I'm doing I'm not going to lie about anything. I'm doing. Am I doing well? Eh, it depends on your take on the word well. But <laughs> but yeah, we, we, as always, I've got a few health issues that are plugging along, but I'm trying to plug right along with it. So now you have been in the House. Um, now, you've been in your district since when, 2012? Yeah, that was when I, I won election. My first session was 2013. Okay. All right. So you've you've been you've been in there for about ten years. Much changed for you over the course of ten years. Are we better at doing what we do, or do we just have to just keep doing it? Well, um, I'd like to think yes, and of course, yes, we have to keep doing it. But uh, I'd like to think that we continually at least work to get better. Um, and uh, I, I do think that uh, uh, certain things about the state have gotten a lot better over time, and and. Uh, proud of those things yeah uh so what are we getting ready for here i know that you know everybody's going back into new sessions and everything you're going back in uh they're going back into session on capitol hill so there's a lot going on what do we expect out of this is this one of those budget terms or is this a non-budgetary term here in the state yeah non-budgetary session coming up um it is a what we call the short session so the longest it could last is until the middle of March and really starts in earnest the first full week of January um, after the New Year's. Okay. Uh, it's kind of what we've moved to. So really just a short few weeks of getting together and seeing, you know, were there, were there any unintended consequences we know of from the last session or past sessions that we need to fix? Are there some new initiatives that, um, that we can get done and, and help our districts and the state out? Uh, but nothing really to do with money as far as how we're going to spend the budget. They always talk about in the Ways and Means Committee, which, you know, I'm not on, but, you know, Representative Judy and Representative Heine and those guys, they do a good job um, <clears throat> with not opening up the budget. That's what Ways and Means talks about. They don't want to open up the budget in a non-budget year. Yeah. So Why, uh, why create a headache where there isn't one? I'm sorry? Why create a headache where there isn't one? Right. And we've kind of, you know, we've, we've set up things. Now, if there's major emergencies, major changes, of course, you know, we're going to adapt, but it helps us to, I think, be more, uh, 
you know, fiscally conservative and, and not make knee-jerk reactions to maybe temporary changes. Right. Uh, one of the things that helps something flow better, this is whether you're at the State House on Capitol Hill, and that is the ongoing job of an intern, somebody who is there, typically students uh, from around the state who become interns uh, there at the State House for you all. What is the major function of an intern? How does somebody get selected, and what kind of a tenure do they have? Well, um, how you get selected is you uh, you have a pulse and say you'll do it. No, I'm just kidding. We, we actually go around to job fairs around the different college campuses um, in Indiana, but you don't have to be from Indiana. Oftentimes, we put applications out there in other states and get folks to come into Indiana and help out. But the job of the intern is actually, in my opinion, as a rep, is huge. Um, our legislative assistant, so I have a legislative assistant, and my my assistant has three different state representatives that he's assigned to. And so when you're talking about, uh, you know, running bills during session, you're um, replying to constituent contacts back in the district, you're, you're, you're trying to take care of all the things that need to be done that need to be done for three different representatives. You need somebody to help. And so and our, our legislative assistants, not only are our, our, our um, assistants themselves, but they staff a committee and then they create the committee reports. And so the intern comes in and augments all of that effort and really, um, you know, uh, helps make everything run. We could not run session as efficiently as we do without the interns that do end up being a part of our team. And the cool thing is, so it's open to college students, recent graduates, uh, graduate students, all majors are encouraged to apply. Um, like I said, they don't have to be a, a resident of Indiana or attend school in Indiana, quite frankly. Um, but uh, this next year will be the short session, so it's only a January through mid-March timeline. Um, be working at the State House. There's a paid internship that also can count as college credits if you need an internship. Wow. So it's kind of a double, yeah, double thing. A lot of internships aren't paid, but we do pay 900 biweekly. Um, for those who are on our team. And um, there's also every year there is a scholarship opportunity for interns to earn. Uh, Usually one from each caucus gets, uh, one person from each caucus gets awarded a scholarship. Um, And, uh, you know, one of the neatest things about being an intern, I think, is the exposure you get not only to the process of government, but also to the people and all the all the connections you get to make. So many of the interns that have been interns for my LAs end up coming on staff as a legislative assistant. And then over time, they end up finding jobs in, in other areas, uh, sometimes moving up into higher office staff, sometimes into, um, you know, working for interest groups that uh, they see uh, as, as uh, key issues that they want to work on. Um, but like our head of our legislative assistants used to be an intern for me. Uh, and, um, you know, we've just, it's been neat to see how people take the opportunity and then run with it. And, you know, it's like a lot of things so you know, and, and, and it's the experience you get. And if you do a good job, there's going to be plenty of opportunities that come of that. Talking to Martin Carbaugh from Indiana's district 81. Is it not an unusual thing 
you get three, four, five weeks into a into a session, and a couple of you guys are sitting around having lunch, or you're in your office going through paperwork, and you say, "Have you noticed how well so and so is doing that intern from Auburn or that kid from New Haven?" And you guys start having conversations with each other, and everybody starts noticing. Do you find yourself wanting to coalesce around a kid like that and say, hey, where do you think this is going for you? Because some of us think that maybe we see something in your future. There's definitely been those those conversations and those opportunities come to, to those young people that help. Um, and that's the other thing, too. You know, a lot of the reps were, were a part-time legislature. Thank goodness. Hope it always stays that way. And so a lot of us are uh, business owners uh, or know, know a lot of business owners. And so when we take the time, and, and sometimes session's busy, but you do get to know as you have more and more interactions. And when you have a down moment, you kind of say, you know, hey, tell me a little bit about yourself. And, right. um, you know, it, sometimes you find find a guy that or, or a gal that is just really interested in topics that maybe you work with in your daily life or down at the state house. And you're like, you know, you ought to really talk to such and such. And, and so then that networking starts to naturally happen. Um, you know, there's a, there's a weekly speaker series that the interns get to be a part of that features an Indiana, you know, political leader. So that could be someone like, you know, U S Senator Mike Braun may be in town and he'll come in and talk to the group right? or maybe the governor, uh, secretary of state, you know, whatever, um, just neat access to be able to listen to what they have to say, but then also ask questions and then start to network once you understand more of what everyone does. What's the first avenue if somebody's sitting at home right now and thinking, I think my kid would really love to be an intern, or maybe you've got somebody who's listening and they're like, you know, I'm going to be a sophomore in college. I'd really like to go down and be an intern. Do they find an application for that online? Yeah. So the website that you want to look at is indianahouserepublicans.com forward slash internship. Okay. And there is an application there and the deadline is Halloween, October 31st. So we don't have a ton of time, um, but interviews are ongoing. And I know, you know, we have a super majority on the Republican side. So finding enough interns to fill out our staff is always uh, a challenge and something that they, are, are actively working on pretty much up to the deadline. So it's not near too late, though it's coming towards uh, towards that deadline. It's not near too late. And, you know, I'm, I've been talking a lot about the legislative assistance side. If somebody's interested in or kind of thinks media uh, and, and press work would be kind of cool, there's interns for press secretaries as well. Uh, and our press secretaries tend to have seven to eight members on their, on their caseload. And so the internship becomes even more important in that case uh, with having so many members to cover. Yeah, no, that, that is true. And, and it's quite often that in my work here, from my end of the media things, that sometimes those are the people that we tend to work with a great deal to find out where you are, can you be available, what's going on, and that kind of thing. And they've been pretty invaluable to us here. So you're exactly correct. Well, listen, for your time today, my good friend, I appreciate you very much from Indiana's 81st it's House Republican Martin Carbaugh. Martin, thank you for today, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me on. Podcasts by Federated Media.